So we're back with So You Think You Know Sports. We give you weekly updates on things you want to know, like off-the-court stories, game highlights, and all-around current sports knowledge, mostly highlighting NBA, NFL, and sometimes college. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the Sam Darnold trade from the Jets to the Panthers, Kevin Durant versus Michael Rappaport, Deshaun Watson losing sponsorships, the NCAA tournament for the men's and women's, and Tiger Woods. But before we get into it, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Muhammad, and I'll let my partner introduce himself. Oh, it's Alex. I'm here again, here with the news. Let's do this. Oh, yeah, let's get straight into it. So the first thing on the list will be about the Jets, the New York Jets, trading Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for three draft picks. So there's always been some speculation that the New York Jets wanted to get rid of uh, Sam Darnold and move on to the next quarterback. And it looks like they will because they have the number two overall pick and they traded him to the Panthers for... Um, uh, dang it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. I had it. I think it's two first. No. I want to make sure I was right on this. Um, so the Jets get a six rounder in 2021, um, a second rounder for and a fourth rounder in 2022. So no first round picks. But who do you think won this trade? The New York Jets or the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I say the Jets won. They got to dump the quarterback they wanted to dump. Uh, this was a get something for what we have left before it has no value. So I, I'm completely on the side that the Jets won this one. It's only like it, it didn't work out for the Jets. It's not even really sure whether uh, Teddy Bridgewater won't be starting over him. So I, I definitely would say the Jets won this. The Jets, I, I don't know. I mean, really, you you spent a top three pick on a quarterback, and now you're getting rid of him just a few years later. And you're going to go draft another quarterback at the number two overall spot. And he's an unproven commodity, whoever is going to be most likely Zach Wilson. So I don't know if they really won this. I would say that the Panthers have won this because, yeah, let's say that Sam Darnold doesn't work out. They didn't really spend too much. They didn't have to give up a first rounder. Um, they don't have to pay him. He's still on a rookie contract. So this is a prove it year for Sam Darnold. And if he doesn't do anything or live up to expectations, then they can just get rid of him and start over. I can agree, definitely, uh, for why you you would uh, look at it like that. But especially since it's a rookie deal and they really don't have to pay him. But I just don't see it as anything that moves the chessboard for the Panthers. I just don't see it. It just it seems like to me, the Jets, we're really trying to get something out of what they already had invested. Now, I understand, yes, in the long run, they definitely lost. But when it comes to position positioning where they currently are and when Deshaun Watson really is a, a throwaway option uh, to even really acquire at this point, 
they're gonna that's that's what they needed to do. They didn't need him sitting behind whoever they were gonna draft. Yeah, I mean I think that Sam Darnold hasn't really been given a fair chance. I think his biggest weakness is him not being on the field as much. He hasn't played every single game that he's been on the team, so that could be a concern. But he really didn't have too much with the Jets. He had a couple of weapons here and there, but not much, not compared to most teams. He's going to have some more weapons with the Panthers. I can agree. Like, it actually can work out for the Panthers. I think this will really work out because let's say he just needed a little little bit more time. He was a first rounder, like first pick, actually, wasn't he? Wasn't he a number one? He wasn't the number one overall pick, but But he was like top three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, top three pick. He's pretty high. So if let's say if their investment, they didn't just want to wait on their investment to really prosper, this could really work out for the Panthers because then they don't have to invest in a whole nother quarterback, especially when they have a good running back right now. Yeah, they have a good running back who's um, locked in for multiple years. They have two receivers that are pretty good. Uh, one has already played with. Uh, Sam Donald, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore is pretty good. So he has some weapons better than what he had with, with the Jets. And I think um, a head coach who has a long-term contract. So, I mean, if if they see a future with him, they can build around him and he can have some uh, continuity because he's had different coaches and um, coordinators throughout his whole career, I think. He's going to have to really be likable, though, because I, I, I kind of like Teddy Bridgewater. We all know he's not a really a full permanent option, but I don't know whether I like Sam Donald over Sam Bradford. Uh, sorry, over um, Teddy Bridgewater. And this is still Charlotte. You, you're still going to have to have a fan base behind you. And it, just kind of looking at what Sam Donald looked like, he looked like a, forgive what I'm saying, but a dickhead. <laughs> Do you mean because of the way he looks or just in general? Does he not? Does he not look like a, a frat boy who might half ass it? He he kinda has the look. I mean he kinda has that And I'm not saying that's true. It's just the look. look. And and that's what really does come off to people when you you're going to a fan base. And I don't think that <laughs> it's gonna take him doing some things like connecting with the team and it just coming out that, oh my God, he's being impressive in practice for Charlotte and the fan base to back wanting him to be that starting quarterback. And it's not like they're partial to having Teddy Bridgewater, but I think they'll take him over them at least until they feel comfortable with wanting him there. He just doesn't have that likability until he's proven he can connect with the actual players of the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I don't think the starting job is going to be automatically given to him. Um, that's if uh, Teddy Bridgewater still wants to play for the Panthers because they just gave him like a three-year deal, I think, worth like $60 million. So he thought he had some time, but it's only really one year. So I don't know if he still wants to play for them. Well, it's not like he's really not the number one. It's like a, it's another option. I understand why, though. Like, it's... He's not pushing them over the edge. I don't see 
the Panthers going to the Super Bowl with with Teddy Bridgewater. It just doesn't. I, I just don't see that happening. Maybe there's a hope for Sam uh, Donald. Maybe he can become that. He does have enough time. He has still youth behind him. And I think that's the biggest leverage he has against Teddy Bridgewater is his youth. Yeah. And being cheap because <laughs> he's yeah, not going to cost course, as much. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like uh, you said, it's a prove it year. You're right. Definitely. He's going to have to get that starting position and lead the Panthers to at least the playoffs. If he does that, then he can probably get a contract extension. Um, yeah. Panthers not extended. I think they would. Yeah. He, you got to make the playoffs. But we'll move along to Deshaun Watson and how two of the massage therapists that have accused him of the sexual misconduct did a press conference and it was pretty convincing. So, um, let's see, during a news conference Tuesday held by Tony Busby, an attorney for more than 20 women who have filed civil lawsuits against Watson, um, Watson denies any wrongdoing immediately following the news conference. Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, released a written statement, claim, written sta- statement claiming that Busby sought $100,000 in hush money on behalf of Ms. Solis to quietly settle the allegations the month before he filed the first lawsuit. Um, a tearful Ashley Solis identified by Busby as the first woman to come forward and file a lawsuit alleging civil assault and intentional infliction of emotional distress against uh, Deshaun Watson, read a statement during Tuesday's news conference. Um, So Solis mentioned a moment during massage therapy where she says the quarterback's uh, genitals touched her. She did not elaborate further. Um, Just a lot of incriminating things. But with these two massage therapists now coming out and showing their faces. Does this make Deshaun Watson look any guiltier? Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. Um, It's clear that it makes it uh, look more guilty because he lost his sponsorship. Well, he didn't really lose it. It's suspended from Nike, his endorsement. Uh, along with, I'm pretty sure there's other endorsements he's losing, but uh, most notable has been Nike so far after uh, that interview. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think it, it does look uh, bad because uh, you can put a face to what's going on. And it's not like we really heard much from his side other than it's not true. Yeah, this makes him look really bad. And I think at the least, this makes him look like a serial massage seeker, because even though there's been what, 22 <laughs> women, <laughs> there's been 22 women who have come out and said that there was some misconduct. There have been like 10 to 15 other ones who have defended him. So he's been dealing with a lot of different massage therapists. So he's definitely a serial massage seeker. Um, but yeah, this is really not a good look. I, I didn't even I'm know just, that existed. 
But that, <laughs> your, that was a little bit of the right uh, <laughs> title for it. A serial <laughs> massage seeker. Because that is definitely what he is. Because I didn't know that that was what people... I just didn't know. I thought, uh, yeah, people can get a lot of massages uh, if that's the right way to say that. But <laughs> but he is a ser- serial massage seeker. Is that the right word you said? Because I think that's yeah. what Because yeah, that is exactly what he is. Uh, <laughs> whether he was not doing something or was doing something, because it would seem more like just do it out the sure volume of odds that he probably does. Yeah, it's it's really not a good look. Um man. And, how- like why do you have so many records of massages? Like it I, I understand. It, like he's a pro athlete, but if you at this point you should have one person. You should have bought one massage therapist, somebody who I'm pretty sure even like uh LeBron has somebody who's a a, a trainer or somebody who does it for him. Yeah. So at this point, it really looking like he's guilty. <laughs> I don't want to say he's guilty. Uh, come let's, on. Let's like the, uh, all the facts come out. Let's let him have his day in court. Yeah, true. Conclusions. True, but you literally put it in the best way with uh, <laughs> with saying it's a serial massage <laughs> seeker, and with the sheer volume, it's more it's more than likely it is true. Because at a certain point, when you're rich, you can just get one person to do it, or maybe max five. Come on. Like, you're going to go back to the same people. Like, it's not like he's traveling that often. And it's but so many cities you go to. Shoot, at max, you should have 12, 18 maybe. uh, Because that's the amount of cities you go to. So I, I'm sorry. It, it's just seeming more adding up that at this point, you, you've kind of not saying that you fully talked me into it, but from the evidence that I'm seeing, it's kind of seeming like he does. He's done it. And he tried to get, get away with certain ones and maneuvers how he maneuvers. Well, he, he was not careful in this. He, he sought out too many massage therapists and that seems to be the downfall for now. But I'm not going to say he's but, guilty. But, but and one thing I don't kind of understand is, like, have any of them claimed they actually had sex with him? Well, I mean, not, you know, the... Because <laughs> wouldn't some of them be like, I, I felt I got pressured into having sex? Wouldn't eventually, like, is he really failing? Not saying it's a good thing, but is he really failing that many times at getting sex from these situations? Because to a certain point, certain degree, they are grown people. Well, um, so if it's maybe, condone, if it's mutual, then it happens. But I, I'm just not. The math is kind of messed up here. I don't know. I don't know whether it's a witch hunt and they're doing a, an absolutely great job at this witch hunt. Or whether he is a serial massage seeker. <laughs> That's or, it. Well, well, he's definitely that. He's a no, he's definitely that. That's on record. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's, he can't escape that. But I'm not going to say he's guilty right now. Um, it's hard to say whether he ever recovers from this, as far as an as, uh, image standpoint. But man, he's he's not he's probably not going to be able to play this season. Oh, he can never get a massage again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, we are. And the sore muscles. <laughs> man. Boy, he did not. The, the team massage therapist. Yeah, but that's, that's the issue. He could have been doing that. And how in the world are the odds of him not doing that? It, it's just more than likely that he's trying to do a lot, which I don't, uh, I, I just, I don't get it. And I, it's not for me to get, but it does, he is a serial massage seeker. And it's more than likely that he did do it. Could just because eventually you go with the people you know. And it, it's like, it's like he had the thrill of getting massaged by different amounts of women. Well, at minimum. Maybe he was trying to get a taste of everything. I don't know. Taste don't of like what? To... It's but so many different massages. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. Because he's not even having sex with them, as far as we know. Like it's just he's pressuring them to to touch him. What? I don't know. I don't know. This is there's <laughs> a lot that needs to come out. There's a lot more. This yeah, is developing but... every single day. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but let's move on to another um controversial topic with Kevin Durant versus Michael Rappaport. So, Kevin Durant had private messages that were sent out by Michael, Michael Rappaport. Um, they had conversations through, I think it was Twitter or Instagram, where Kevin Durant said some things. Michael Rappaport said a couple of things, and Michael Rappaport put him out there for the world to see. Um, but he didn't think it would grow legs and go this far. But who was more wrong in this situation, Kevin Durant or Michael Rappaport? Oh, it's definitely Kevin Durant. Did you read those messages? <laughs> kind I'm, of I'm, I'm, I'm asking a real question. Did you read those messages? I did. I mean, he looked kind of suspect in those things. Yo, so. he was wilding out. Because <laughs> Michael Rappaport, per whatever, I can't say his last name, but he was not responding. KD was just coming at him, just randomly. After a certain point, it was just random shots. So, I think he was, like, as much as a lot of people are against releasing direct messages, this was the one justified time. Because this nigga, this, sorry, this dude was really wilding out in the DMs. And I don't know why he didn't think that somebody can release it. Especially when he was coming at him so hard. He was talking about his wife. He, he was just doing a whole lot of stuff. And I didn't really see Michael responding at all. He was just, he just kept coming at him randomly. Yeah, I mean, it looks that way, but maybe Michael Rappaport deleted some of his messages that he sent to him. You know how you can just delete whatever you send? True, but I, I don't I don't think so. Because if you do that, then you have to be... It's the possibility that somebody else is going to do it on the other side. Because just because you delete it on your side don't mean that... Like, Kevin Durant could have the other side. He if could. that was true. But I don't think that's true. I think that's if you're going to jump out on a limb on a on something like that, you're not going to do that. And I know he feels like because he even came on a couple different shows, even like um, 
Undisputed. Undisputed. Just like in Undisputed. And was saying he felt bad about uh, releasing it and he could have went about it differently and could have just told him that. Cause, no, he should have done what he did because KD was wilding out. Simply wilding out. Yeah, Kevin Durant was wilding out, but I don't really he take care this for it. Too, too serious. Like, come on, if LeBron ever did that, could you see LeBron ever doing that? And it being no. okay and cool no. the next day because we don't get really destroyed. Yeah, nobody don't even really think nothing about it with KD. Like honestly, I still don't think nothing about it, even though he did it, and I know he wild out. I, I still don't think nothing about it, KD. I just think we all know he's an emotional, sorry, emotional ass person, and he he shows it through social media. He does it, and he don't never learn. Like he he acts like this one thing that everybody knows that he does. Why not do it? Why why keep doing that? And why why wild out so hard when somebody can expose you? Yeah, but he wasn't expecting him to put it out there. He was thinking, you know, this is going to stay behind closed doors. And he was doing dirty blows anyway. So when <laughs> when when, the, when was there a real playing field? When when were there any real rules? Because honestly, he wasn't. If those rules, if that was the rules, then just releasing on DMs was minimal. Well, I think Michael Rappaport could have ended this a lot earlier if he would have just Look, blocked him. True. So he he didn't have yeah. to take it this far. And I did not believe his apology at all on Undisputed. First off, he was joking at, on the first part. And Skip actually believed him. So I, I, don't, I don't have any sympathy for him, really. I, I didn't really care for him before then. And you talking not about Michael Rappaport? Yeah. I don't really care one way or the other with him. I honestly, I'm never like really on his side early on this, but in this case, when reading those messages, dude was wilding out. He was talking about his wife. He I, he might have even talked about his kids if I remember. He talked about he was just going ham all because uh, Michael Rappaport said he looked like he was about to cry when he was in an interview again uh, for Shaq, and so he came smack at uh, back at him because he thought it was a joke. It's uh, that's that's that can be kind of sensitive, but a joke type of situation. He could get mad, but not that mad. So he he went with some. I'm pretty sure he said that he only gave me two options. You bitch! Like he he went ham. He kept going in. Like it was bad. Like if anybody out there, whoever listening, go read what the di- direct messages actually were. He was wilding. Yeah, it was too much. I, I, there was a, some certain words on there that I would never say. Um, where he, you know, he he talked about him being pasty, and then you know what else was after that. But I, I would yeah. not say that. That's that looks very suspect. <laughs> Yo, he ain't out here talking like that to Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, where he's, he said pale, yeah. pasty, and then, yeah. you know, what else? Exactly. I... <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. He was out here wilding. Anybody, any other man is like, we got to square up, yo. We got to square up. Because you, you talking real trash. He started to talk real trash. That was not no joke trash. And Michael was not responding. If if all messages are true and by what it shows, and I think it is, he was not responding and KD just kept coming back to him random days and just putting stuff in the direct messenger. Yeah, I mean, he, he threatened That's harassment. That's harassment, yo. 
It is, but I think Michael Rappaport is completely lying when he says, oh, he was just another troll in my DMs. That's why I posted it. I didn't think it was going to grow legs and blow up into this oh, yeah, whole that's thing. Bull. He's that's lying. Oh, yeah, that's that's bull, but I think that KD deserved it. And that's not even just because I, uh, you know, I'm always a low-key, not even low-key, I'm a high-key uh, KD hater. But I think he deserved it on this one. This was this was pure deserve it. And, it, and like I, we were talking about, LeBron would have gotten murdered. Almost any other player would have gotten murdered for this. If if Zion did this, if, shoot, Tatum did this, it's, it's, this would have been bad for anybody else. It's just we, we know he is that sensitive. And we've really let him off the cake, off the hook on it. Well, this is past sensitive. This is like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's why he got fined the fifty thousand. I guess that was the only way to really. He deserved that. I just be wondering where this fine money go to. I don't know. Back to the owners. But on that note, <laughs> with that fifty thousand dollar fine for Kevin Durant, do you think that was enough? Uh, I guess it's supposed to be a slap on the wrist. I guess, I guess that the only reason why I say I guess is because I don't know where the money really goes. Now, if it was going towards pro- productive things, and I knew it was not going back to owners or back to the NBA, the organization, then I would say, if I knew it was productive things, I'd say more because that's not that's really a slap in the bucket. He has millions upon millions upon millions at this point. That is nothing. But eh, I, I'm just not really good for uh, the NBA getting more money when if it's not going to anything productive. So I, I, I guess so. I would say I guess so. Well, I mean, for something that's pretty major for pretty much any athlete, I think that's well, well below a slap on the wrist. That was like, oh, here you go. Won't even think about it. Fifty thousand dollars. Here you go, like that. He should have got games. You're right, though. Yeah, maybe one or two games. I don't know if that really affected him. He just came back. Yeah, he would just set out more. (laughs) Get some extra rest, but still, that's beyond a a slap on the wrist. That is, what is fifty thousand dollars to Kevin Durant? I, absolutely nothing. And I think it was just to make a statement. Um, I guess to the since it's hitting so many different markets, more than likely like um, Good Morning America, you know, all the news outlets. It's not too much super interesting news out here, and I'm pretty sure those are headlining or being main topics. They needed to put it out there that he got punished. We're past it. There's no. We don't need to look for more um, punishment from it. Mm, I don't know. He, I think he should have got fined more. No, I agree. But games. I think that's why the NBA did it. I don't think they care to find uh, KD. I, he's he's a big producer for them. They want him back in the rotation, and they honestly don't want to make him even more sensitive to not playing. And then I don't think they really have a love for Michael Rappaport. So. He has a long history of probably beefing with people in the NBA, even like the owners and people in the organizations. Yeah, but Michael Rappaport, he is not um he's not innocent in this. He is not just as guilty, but he's still guilty. Uh I think he 
the only thing he's guilty of is being dishonest about not thinking uh, or, or regretting it or anything like that. I think he's just he's doing that now because he want to save face. But I shoot, if it was me, I'd be like, I, yeah, I meant to do it. And what he was wilding. <laughs> I, I think people would probably respect him a little more. But no, yeah, but this- he he it's, he's in, he lives in New York. That's the problem. He's, he lives in New York. They're already all aggressive, super aggressive, and they don't want to piss off KD more. So I, I kind of feel like, they, and they think he also deserves any punching bag stuff that he comes his way, even though that time I don't think he deserved it. You don't think Michael Rappaport deserved it? Not that time. Not that. Not those messages in that, that DM. No. <laughs> not what was actually on the messages. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm not going to say he deserved it. But he's he's definitely not innocent. Um, he is. He provoked him. He well, provoked he, him. Yeah, but yeah, he, he provoked him. All that. And he no, didn't no, the over care. He, he didn't. But he's. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't care as much for him. So I don't really feel too bad for him. And I think that's the thing. That's the that's the thing to this whole situation. The lower the low amount that they're charging KD for the fact that he's even on an apology tour because I think he did mean it, but it's because he lives in New York. KD's in New York. There, he's also in Brooklyn. They also don't want to piss off off KD, and they also support Brooklyn, even though he supports the Knicks. It's 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 just a a weaved web of different uh, agendas. Yeah, I mean, but Michael Rappaport, he's just a troll. That's all he is. I don't, I'm not sure what movies or TV shows he's been in, but I've, he's not one guy that I look for whenever a movie or TV show is coming out. Like, oh, that's him. I can't wait to see his character or how he does in the movie now. I, I know he's been around for a long time, but I don't really care for him as an actor or anything, really. Yeah, he's a comedian slash actor, so it, it, it it's he's a troll more than anything. Yeah, but that's that's the whole thing that's made him even more popular in a lot of different ways. So I I, I don't blame him. What was in those messages was just overkill. The first couple <laughs> messages were cool, the rest was just too much. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was a. Uh some explicit stuff in there. I would not say some of those things and uh, looks very suspect for Kevin Durant. So yeah, uh, (laughs) he did way too much. Yeah. (laughs) But um, let's move to the NCAA tournament, the men's side and how Baylor defeated Gonzaga to win his first men's NCAA championship uh, for basketball. So the Baylor Bears are celebrating their first championship season after beating the previously undefeated Gonzaga Bulldogs 86-70. to um, Baylor dominated the whole game. Um, so with Baylor defeating Gonzaga so heavily, does this look like a lost season for Gonzaga? Oh, yeah, definitely. Anytime you almost become perfect, even have a game-winning shot, 
it, it's all null and void. It, it becomes nothing. It's like that Patriots season where they went undefeated until they lost the Super Bowl. You want to forget about the whole year. Who cares about the rest of the year? Yeah, this is definitely a, a lost one for them. Um, they did not come through. I think they probably spent all their energy in their previous game where they won on that last second shot. And this game, they just did not have the energy for it. They never got the lead throughout the whole game. And Baylor never looked back. And I guess the, their previous game was their championship. And they were just showing up for this one. I would agree. Completely agree. They, their energy, their, they won their championship the, the game before. It was exciting, memorable, all of that. But it will be forgotten because it was not fully gone all the way through. You almost could have went undefeated. And it was like a foregone conclusion that they were going to do it. But then it was just flat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a missed season. And it will pretty much be forgotten uh, again when it comes to college basketball, really, for this year. It's mostly because of that happening. I think it would have been better off if they did win for college basketball. Yeah, um, I think they they it, it definitely would have saved kind of a lost season in a way because they did have a lot of cancellations. I mean, it was really similar to the NCAA um, football season where there was a lot of cancellations and some teams dropped out of bowl games um, and some people kind of question Alabama's championship, even though they go to the um, – the tournament, or not tournament, but the top two or three uh, bowl games almost every single year, um, this situation was just a little different because there's always a new team for uh, NCAA men's basketball. I would agree. Uh, It's more of a a crapshoot when it comes to college basketball, and it keeps proving to be true when it comes to these winners. Uh, You can have consistency, but you got to get some luck in there also to get all the way through. In this case, they used their luck before the final, and <laughs> and it just it, it wasn't there for them. Uh, it it's not it really be, will hurt. I think college basketball did they didn't win because you could have at least leaned on uh undefeated team people that at least maybe want to look back into what the year was or what happened in it or maybe you can get some kind of re- revenue from that but it becomes forgotten once they lost. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's similar to that was it Kentucky team that had all those hyped up players with um Carl Anthony Towns and Boogie and uh AD and were they no? Were they all on that team? I think yeah, that was like a stacked team. Uh, I think John Wall. I'm not sure if they were all on that team at the same time. Or oh, maybe there were two <laughs> sets of teams. Uh, maybe AD and uh, Boogie were in separate classes, but uh, some of them was the work people were on the same team though. It was some stacked teams. Yeah, but I know Carl Anthony Towns was on that team, and they were undefeated going into the tournament. And they had a whole bunch of hype, but lost in like the second or third round. So that's forgotten. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, I, I I just can't disagree with it. Comes to that, I really don't have much else about the 
college because that is what is going to be the most forgotten thing, not the winner. But maybe you'll remember remember that they lost. I'll remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, for me, I know you you talked about the eighteen and zero Patriots losing to the Giants, um, not having the perfect season. Um, I still think a lot of people still remember that because of who was playing in that game and how it happened. Um, they're, they're the most remembered loser in a way. Yeah, of course. But when it comes from their point of view, I'm pretty sure, oh, man, I know the one person who regrets it the most is going to be Randy Moss. How do you almost oh, yeah. have a perfect season, almost have a Super Bowl win only to lose it on the last game? The amazing records that year. They were amazing that year. And then it all has to be forgotten. You don't even want to remember the year when you lose the Super Bowl like that. And to Eli Manning. Yes. Uh, just the pile on. That was the second one, right? That's the second <laughs> no, that one. Was the first one. That was the first one. That was the one. first one? Oh, okay. So maybe it didn't sting as bad because the first one you lost to Eli. It's crazy he lost two to Eli. Yeah, it sucks. But let's move on. That... That's enough. Um, so, <laughs> so um, we also have the winner for the NCAA Women's Tournament as Stanford, and they beat Arizona 54-53, to uh, just barely. So with Stanford beating Arizona, do you think this was a thrilling matchup to watch? Most times these are actually really good games. Um, yeah, it was it was thrilling if you watched, but I don't think there's enough uh, eyes on women's basketball, much less college basketball, unless it's Connecticut, Tennessee, Stanford, maybe. Yeah, they could have got some eyes, but or Baylor in the in the championship, and that's if if you even pay attention to female college basketball. So, uh, yes depending on whether you actually watch. I think it was thrilling for the most part, but when you take away South Carolina, which is a team that has done very well throughout the tournament and gone undefeated a lot, and UConn, I think that took out a lot of the fans because those fan bases have been growing and been following those teams for a while now. And both of those teams were in the Final Four and they lost very surprisingly. So I'm not sure about the ratings for this game, but, you know, it was pretty exciting. I mean, they, they won by just one point. So it, it was a nice back and forth game. I can agree. I don't have much more really about I'm just being very honest. <laughs> it's not like they're out here dunking. I'm not sorry for the slander, but. Oh, yeah. Slander right there. But. I would I would argue that college women's basketball is probably more popular than professional women's basketball. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, <laughs> <now>, yes. <laughs> That's why they always uh, play there for years. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, they they need more support. They need men like us, and I mean, women. <laughs> I, I really do think once the the college game really gets it down to where they pay their players. That that women are really going to make more money during their college years than they're going to make when they go to the league. 
Oh, that's terrible. It is terrible, but do you know what the real salary is out here? I don't know, like $50,000? It's crazy low. It's really crazy low. Because I think... Um, uh, I think I, and I'm really might be boosting in this, this number. I think it's like a hundred and something thousand, hundred and sixty thousand that uh, Sue Bird uh, makes, but and LeBron of course makes millions by millions. It, it, it's and she has four championships. He has four. It, it's crazy. It, it's it's something crazy. Yeah, but you gotta have people to watch the game. If you don't have that, you're not gonna get the money. I, I I have to agree. I completely agree. I completely uh, agree. It, it, it's just what it is. <laughs> Actually, come on. I'm, I'm gonna have the real stat here in a moment. I want to uh, see whether I have the exact stat because I know I have it here for the money they get paid. Yes. Okay. So Sue Bird is 17 seasons in the WNBA, just like LeBron has. Has four championships, just like LeBron has in her 2000. Uh, salary was two two hundred and fifteen thousand, and LeBron's is thirty seven point forty four million. Uh, her bonus for winning two thousand finals is one thousand three hundred and fifty six fifty six dollars, and LeBron's is three hundred three hundred thousand three hundred and seventy thousand for winning the twenty twenty finals. Wow, a thousand dollars. There you go. That's your. Reward for winning no, the championship. No, eleven thousand. Eleven thousand three hundred and fifty six dollars. His was three hundred and seventy thousand though. That's not even close. And her her complete salary for a year is two hundred and fifteen thousand. And his is three thirty seven point forty four million. His well, like oh my God. <laughs> well, she's on par with a doctor, you know. <laughs> Boy, you got to sacrifice to be a, a WNBA player. But she's like one of the highest paid, though, right? Yes. I think she might be the highest paid because she's like known as almost a, like she's behind like maybe a few other WNBA players. She might, she's in the GOAT status for a WNBA player of the year. You got, of course, um, uh, what's Reggie Miller's uh, sister name? Uh, I don't know. Dang it, I can't remember her name uh, right now. All I remember is Tarasi or something like that. And then you got uh, also, you got Lisa Leslie and then a couple other ones. But um, I know Skylar Diggins, but I don't know. Yeah, but Super is, yeah. And it's it's crazy that that's not retire money. She got to, she got to work another real job for a good long while, especially with the due, due to her popularity. That doesn't. I'm pretty sure she makes more in, in endorsements. Yeah. Like it probably eclipses it by so much. That's sad to say, but you know we got to get people out here to watch the game because um, I think the NBA supports their league by providing the salaries. Yeah, it's, it's they're keeping them alive. <laughs> 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 they're slotting the money in the back door. That's why it's so low. <laughs> That's the small bonus money they got left. So we got some change left in our pockets. Here we go. Here you go, WNBA. <laughs> so That's really what it is, though. <laughs> is it not? Is it not? It is. You know, it, it is. But we need more people out there to watch the game. So they 
I, they're, they're doing their part, I think, trying to promote it, but people have to do their part. Um, but it's, it's new to interest. <laughs> we'll see what the future holds. But um, let's move it along to Tiger Woods and how the sheriff who saw him at the crash scene said that his crash happened due to excessive speeding. So he was traveling from 84 to 87 miles per hour on a downhill stretch of a road outside of Los Angeles that had a speed limit of 45 miles per hour. The SUV was going 75 miles per hour when it hit a tree, according to Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Um, No traffic citations were issued. Well, he got off with that, but... um, with Tiger Woods' crash site being revealed, or the details being revealed, do you think this was an invasion of privacy? I thought that was going to be a different question. I'm smelling oh, a, I'm smelling a cover up. Oh, cover up. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm smelling a cover up. Like, uh, I'm not sure whether you heard like how they were saying that there were going to be no further. Uh, questions. It wasn't going to be investigated a certain a certain way, and I think that's due to Tiger Woods' very his connections. They are saying that he was driving two times the speed. He never braked as he went across two lanes and hit a tree and derooted a tree. The hell was going on? Were you passed out, man? <laughs> There's no way, bro. You've been driving too way too many years. Way too many years, and there's zero intoxication, zero, no painkillers, no nothing. Like I, it would have been extremely okay and believable that he, because he just had his back surgery, that that would be the situation. But they out here saying nothing happened. That makes me suspicious. Well, you know, you've heard of the car called a Tesla before, right? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was a Tesla SUV. That was driving nah, itself. it's a messy, <laughs> no, like, because I, I, I remember the, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact model because I was, when I keep looking at the crash, I see that it has like a, uh, like one of the golf tournaments that he won is, it's one of his winning cars. And I, I never thought the reason why it made me think is I was like, dang, these people really do keep these cars that they win when we see they win on TV and they really eventually may use them. That just made me think because he had one of like international or a Mitsubishi. I think it was a Mitsubishi International or something like that on the side of the car. I'm pretty sure that was not a Tesla. <laughs> and and I'm telling you that <laughs> it makes me extremely suspicious when you say that there's no citations. Of course they were gonna they wouldn't let him off because he's Tiger. That that we all just know that's the that was the good old boys. We're not gonna pursue Tiger who you would just be the bad guy for giving him a ticket. The second part where they're saying that nothing happened, he just so happened to hit the, the gas instead of the brakes. I just don't get it. I, I don't get that. I'm sorry. If he was awake, I don't get it. Not, eventually you realize you're not pressing the brake. After you yeah. cross two lanes, hit a, hit a side and then hit a tree with no braking. There was zero braking. Well, maybe it wasn't him being intoxicated or, you know, impaired. Maybe he was 
having a hard time and just wanted to let it all go. Maybe uh, that's the case. Well, <laughs> you think that is not how you commit suicide if you're gonna do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not how you commit suicide. We're gonna go there, we're gonna go there. That's not how you commit suicide. <laughs> I mean, who knows? And, but <laughs> I just don't like the math does not add up. Like I like you even if we propose that that option, that's not how you commit suicide. It, you just do what you like he did. But the problem is he never break. Like even once you get to a point where you're like, oh my God, I'm about to I'm going across a lane. I'm going over this. Oh my God, I'm hitting a tree. Oh my God, I'm about to hit this hill. You're gonna eventually break at some point, even at that very end. But there's no breaking. So I say it's a full, it, there's a cover up, and I understand it's gonna it's gonna be smoothed over in the history of things. They're not really gonna produce. Maybe well, maybe not because you know how media and stuff are out here. They they go sniff out that story. But I do think it's a cover up. Well, you know how usually whenever somebody's drunk. Um, and they crash and, you know, accidentally kill somebody, they're the one who actually survives because they, they're intoxicated and their body is more lax and it's not as tense. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe that happened in this situation where, well, I, don't, I can't really explain speeding up, but he wanted to... <laughs> Have his body. Yo, the relaxed. only thing I see is only th you know you what the only thing you see is him lift over the the steering wheel and somehow slipping even more onto the gas and just it kept going and he just never became more conscious. But when does that ever happen? When you're not when you're intoxicated in some form. That's the only way that happens. You don't just fall asleep at the wheel and then just once stuff stuff start bumping, you don't wake up. You know, he's having a hard time. Maybe his um, ex-wife was still getting on him, trying to get that money. They said and he had nothing, and I don't even believe that because he had to have at least had some painkillers. He just had back surgery. Come on, yo. What? <laughs> yeah, he was... I don't know how to explain this. There's, there's no way of explaining this. <laughs> the math don't add up. It's a cover-up. It, it, it probably is. But, you know, he's a wealthy man, so he can pay him off. I don't even but, think he had to pay him. He's in the club. He, I think overall from the beginning. So they Simpson? Gonna, nah, no, we're not going to go that route. <laughs> he, he well, I'm not saying he killed anybody, but, he, you know, he's Tiger Woods. You know, that type of look. Yeah, like he's going to get away with things. And I think, like, he has enough high enough connections. Come on, it's, it's very easy. With Tiger, he's Tiger Woods. Come on, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Like they were like with OJ Simpson. It's OJ Simpson. Not True. True, but you know I, it takes that takes on a different notation at this point now. <laughs> yeah, it does. But you know, beforehand, <laughs> um, because they've played his story out to death. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, either way, it is pretty fishy. Um. I don't think we... Uh, and, uh, and actually, what question. was your original question? I, I know I went completely off the question. What was the original question? So I asked, was this an uh, invasion of privacy? So how? what do you mean by invasion of privacy? Because they investigated the crash? Well, I'm saying they released details because they said they weren't going to release anything. Uh, I think eventually they had to. 
it's, it's it had to become eventual well a eventual public record i think it had to i don't think in the part like other details about it i don't know i, I think they had to eventually at least the details of what happened and actually you said invasion of privacy the car told on him because the car i'm no seriously the car told on him they said the car uh, it's like one of the new smarter cars that because uh, I'm trying to remember exactly which model because they talked about this. They it's, said, a, it's a 2021 Genesis GV80 SUV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it said it told exactly how fast he was going. It it literally told them exactly where he was, how fast he was going, and what happened. That's how they know exactly what happened. The the car told on him. Yeah. So if anything, they just only used the information that was there. <laughs> yeah, this is it's a nice looking car. Uh, not the greatest on gas mileage, but yeah. I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, but it's it's fishy. I, I I I just think all around it's a, it's a cover up. It's it may smooth over, but I don't know, like. Tiger's story is it seems to be extremely interesting. It's, it's it's playing out in front of our eyes, but it will be known in a in a certain set of history books, just like OJ and other other people who or characters in overall society life. And his story just becomes extremely elaborate when it comes to cars. Him and cars don't mix, yo. Never do mix. And it, it, it may be a joke, but this man and cars don't mix. He's gotten, it's not like he's gotten in trouble in this situation, but he's, it wasn't the best thing. He, he might have really made himself to where he can never play golf like he did ever again. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he really didn't mess himself up. But I'll ask one more question. So will more details come out about this crash for Tiger Woods? Mm, that's what I'm telling you. It's a cover-up, yo. <laughs> and if I can sniff it out, these are, other people might do it, yo. Like, as much as people like to have this good story about Tiger and they, they like him so much that they're not going to do it, there's those other people who like, shoot, but this is just juicy enough story because it's Tiger. And it, it it's captivating because it's Tiger, which could, could lead to people actually pursuing what the truth was. And because stuff doesn't add up. I'm sorry, it just don't add up, even to the simplest eye. Yeah, things really don't add up. Um, I can see maybe five to ten years from now doing a 30 for 30 on this Tiger Woods crash. The real story. Yeah. <laughs> or, or some documentary. Because really, we, don't, we still don't know what actually happened in the car. And we haven't got to a point where I'm pretty sure Tiger Woods is going to block everybody out. He might mess around and disappear for three years, for real, for real, and never try to address the question. But I think he will be asked the question, what actually happened inside the car? And eventually he's going to have to say something because either you were asleep or you weren't asleep. Either you were conscious or you weren't conscious. And if you were conscious, you can tell us what happened. He, he was trying to, he, he was having a bad day, and he wanted to just let it go. 
Nah, it, that, that, that's the problem. Is eventually he's going to have to answer the question, and there's no ins or outs about this. We know if you were not, if you do not remember, you more than likely was not conscious. You can play this whole role after the crash, everything. I don't really remember, but that's some bull. But if you were conscious, you should tell us exactly what happened. And I'm pretty sure people are going to ask. Well, maybe, you know, it, it happened so quick. He, you know, it didn't happen you... quick enough. He, he crossed <laughs> a median, he crossed two lanes, hit another curve, went and hit through a sign, and then uprooted a tree and hit the curve of a hill, which then crashed the front. That was not that's that's not a short amount of time. But well, well, actually, how long actually, of a distance is that though? Actually, you're right. Actually, that might be short enough time when he's going 87 miles per hour. Yeah, but how long of a distance is that where he crossed over lanes and crashed into the that, tree? That you you actually might be right compared to the fact of how fast he was going. 87 miles, that's that's pretty fast. But why are you going 87 miles per hour? That's the other question. He just wanted to let it go. And, and and if that if that distance he didn't increase, I think he was going eighty seven at the beginning of that situation. It wasn't that he became got to eighty seven within the situation, and that has to be at least even if it's within the distance he have had to like increase the speed within that time to get to eighty seven. So that means there had to be some distance, some time to realize what's going on. Yeah, he's um. There's He's no definitely going to have to answer about questions. <laughs> yeah, there's there's too many questions that don't add up or details that don't add up. So, yeah, I, I don't know. He's well. He got through the whole ex-wife with the golf club through the um, car. Got thing, through? So. No, that changed his whole career. <laughs> that literally changed it. That is, he didn't get through that. He barely got back from that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. He barely got back from that. He was looking to get another championship just because he had marital issues. That's crazy. He's still alive, so he got through it. True, yes, but he didn't go. He didn't physically have anything really happen to him. Not right, hit upside the head. He got, but that he he his confidence got shaken, which then uh, led to him not winning anymore. Shoot, not even competing. I think for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been downhill. Um, it really altered his life, but I mean, I, I guess he had his fun. And this I guess is another al- a life-altering thing. This will be written in the history of Tiger Woods, and it's not like he's entitled. We're, we're not entitled to an answer from him, but he's become a public figure, and people are going to ask the questions, and there's no way he's let off on not answering it. Yeah. Um, but I think we've talked long enough about Tiger Woods. Uh, so that's it. So you think you know sports. We'll move along to the trivia questions. We have three. They're all multiple choice. I try to give you a little bit of commentary on it. And Alex comes up with the questions. So you can go ahead and go with that first one, Alex. All right. Question one. Which NCAA college basketball team, men's basketball team, has had the most national championships? A, Kentucky, B, UCLA, or C, North Carolina, Utah, the Tar Heels? Hmm. Well, um, 
yeah, that's it's kind of hard. I think they all fall within the range of being blue, but blue bloods, uh, the Tar Heels, UCLA, and Kentucky. Right? Kentucky was the other one. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's really hard. Uh, as of late, I think Chapel Hill and Kentucky have been the most relevant. I'm not sure about UCLA, but go ahead and ask that question one more time. All right. So uh, once again, question one, which NCAA men's college basketball team has the most national championships? A, Kentucky, B, UCLA, or C, North Carolina Tar Heels? This is going to be hard, really hard. Um, I'm not sure what way to lean. But I'm just going to give it my best guess and say that the UNC Tar Heels have the most wins. Final answer. Uh, you're getting missed that one. They actually have the least out of the three. Least? Um, yeah. Uh, UCLA has 11. Kentucky has eight. And North Carolina has six. And that's, the, that's the, actually the one, two, and three. Man. Yeah. I, I wasn't even thinking about UCLA. But go ahead. Yeah, but UCLA used to ball back in the day, really ball. Uh, I I wonder whether you would remember that. Uh, they used to they used to run college basketball, uh, very like I think the seventies and the eighties, uh, maybe even some some of the nineties. But uh, I'll go to question two: Which player has the most field goal point average? Oh, sorry. Which NBA player has the best field goal percentage in NBA history? A. Dwight Howard. B, DeAndre Jordan, or C, Shaquille O'Neal? Ooh. All pretty much centers. Um, Dwight Howard was a beast back in the day. Um, You know, Shaq was an absolute monster. And DeAndre Jordan seems like the least likely one. But all he did was put back dunks and alley-oops, especially from Chris Paul. So, I don't know. Go ahead and ask that question one more time. All right. So, question two. Which NBA player has the most, sorry, has the best field goal percentage in NBA history? A, Dwight Howard, B, DeAndre Jordan, or C, Shaquille O'Neal? Well, it's going to be a toss-up between Dwight Howard and Shaquille O'Neal. But I'm going to go with Dwight Howard. Final answer. Well, I keep tripping you up. It's DeAndre Jordan. He has... he has anybody. Yes, in NBA history, he has the best field goal percentage in NBA history with 0.7... Sorry, 0.6733. Sorry, so that's on the curve of being... Of course, one would be 100%, like you always hit it. Uh, but since they're, of course, dunking... Uh, that's why they have higher uh, field goal percentage. But yes, he is the highest, the best uh, field goal percentage. But question three. <laughs> uh, question three. <laughs> Which WNBA player has the most championships? A, Maya Moore, B, Sue Bird, or C, Lisa Leslie? Um. I truly only know one of them, which is Lisa Leslie, and I don't think she plays anymore. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I think Sue Bird is the most recent one who's won the most or has been winning the most. Uh, yes, I don't know. I don't really watch women's basketball that much. But go ahead and ask that question one more time. All right. So, which WNBA player has the most championships? A, Maya Moore, B, Sue Bird, or C, Les- Lisa Leslie? Okay. Um, I think you might have answered this question earlier in the episode. So, I'm going to go with Sue Bird for my final answer. That is correct. Ooh, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I think you would have been right if you selected two people, because I think I ended up putting the two people who both have four, uh, which Maya Maya Moore, I think, I'm pretty sure has four also. But Lisa Leather would have been the the least likely uh, one. I think she only has two, maybe three. Maybe Ah, three. I would have picked her. But yeah, I mean, you helped me out earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, the, with telling you the stats of uh, Sue Bird. Yeah, that definitely helped me because I really do not even watch women's basketball. So that really tripped me up. But I, I still got that one out of all those ones. So um, one for three. I mean, not great, but at least I didn't get zero. But that does for so you think you know sports. See you next week. All right.